Hey, welcome to Real with Claire Rafferty. In this podcast, I'm going to bring you weekly conversations with inspiring and empowering guests. Our goal is to help you break your boundaries, let go of fear, and motivate you to take that leap in the name of health and happiness. All of my guests were just like you before they invested in themselves in order to create much, much more. Between my guests and I, we want to help you out of your rut. We want to show you you can be more and you can have so much more. Does that sound like something you want to do? If so, stay tuned and let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's podcast. All right, this week I am joined by my wonderful client and friend, Lindsay Wright. So Lindsay has been working with me now for over two years, and it has been an absolutely incredible journey and an absolutely incredible transformation. And the whole point of this podcast is to bring on guests that you can relate to and to bring on guests that you can learn from and who can obviously share a little bit of their journey, share a little bit of their wisdom um, to really help you get that fire, get that motivation and really get you started on your journey wherever you are at right now. So without further ado, Lindsay, I am going to get you to say hi to everyone and I'm going to get you to please introduce who you are, what you do and yeah, just tell us, tell us who are you Lindsay Wright? Hi guys, my name's Lindsay, as Claire's already said, and I live in Glasgow and I'm a physio and I have been doing that now since I graduated uh, about 14 years ago, which is quite scary, so that's about it. <laughs> so tell us about like what about your training, just before we get in, obviously just introduce like, because you're, you're missing out the huge point of you are a, you're a bodybuilder, you are an athlete. <laughs> Like you, you, you underplay this gal. Like you can sell that, yeah. Yeah. So I keep forgetting that now. Yeah, I would call myself a bodybuilder, and I am training for another competition, which obviously we'll get into a bit more later on. Um, but yeah, I love lifting weights and getting stronger, and then getting shredded. And <laughs> getting shredded—that's the the fun part for some, <laughs> not the fun part for all. All right, so um, just whenever we start off any conversation, I want to do a little bit of an icebreaker with guests when I bring them on. So I ask five really, really simple questions, and it's a quick fire. So all I want you to say is a first answer that comes into your head when I ask the question. Sound good? Yep. All right. So the first question is really simple. You, you said it in your intro. Where are you from? Glasgow. Glasgow, perfect. And what's your favourite type of exercise? Lifting weights. And what one food could you not live without? Pizza. (laughs) Okay, what is your secret superpower? That I never give up. Oh, I like it. Nice. That is so true. Oh, my God, guys. Wait till you hear some (laughs) of Lindsay's journey. Um, And then one thing that makes you happy? Food. (laughs) <laughs> I was like, delay, pause for dramatic effect. <laughs> Foods, gosh, I love it. Um, okay, gal, so I basically, obviously, you've just told the listeners where you're from, kind of what you do. I want to take it way back to two years ago before you signed up with me and before you became part of our team. Um, and I just want you to talk a little bit about that kind of initial position you were at in the gym and then why you reached out in the first place like what within you made you want to reach out 
so I initially signed up obviously at the end of September but the kind of summer leading up to that time I'd had a bit of a rough couple of months just personally um I was kind of in that way of eating all right during the week but then I would binge at the weekends and maybe use food as a wee bit of a comfort um I'd, for the last like kind of few years before that I'd always kind of been into going to a lot of classes I'd recently done a marathon but it was all kind of cardio based stuff the odds kind of weight within a class but never really proper lifting weights food wise again I had always been a bit of a kind of weekday dieter and not really bothering at the weekends and but always I felt in the past if I'd put on a few pounds I could pull it back but this time uh, it wasn't coming off and I was just feeling a bit rubbish in general and I'd been following Claire on Instagram for quite a wee while and I just liked what I saw and I liked her enthusiasm and I liked the fact that she was quite in at cardio and classes as well so I thought yeah, girl. a good fit initially but I knew that I did need to make a change um, yeah. to get to where I wanted to be so obviously I just sent her an email and like within a couple of hours she got back to me and so yeah kind of discussed where I was at asked me loads of questions just filling out food diaries and stuff like that and I just just got a good feel straight away that things that I'd made the right call and contacting her and then within a few days had a first PT session and then yeah I got remember that oh my goodness yeah. when I used to when you came to Glasgow, eh, not from, came from Glasgow, God, PT, what is that? <laughs> yeah. um, initially, only signing up for 12 weeks. Um, oh, two years later. <laughs> two years later, so still there. Um, but, yeah, and when I did first start, I, and I'm not going to lie, when I got the programme through initially, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like this. This is really different to what I'm used to and what I normally enjoy, but I knew that I had to stick with it because I needed to make that change. And at the end of 12 weeks, um, yeah, I had made quite a significant transformation and I was really pleased with it. But by that point, I was actually loving this new style of training and saw the changes in shape in my body in the past. I'd maybe lost some weight, but I would call it like maybe skinny fat and I didn't really have much tone or shape to my body. And even after that initial 12 weeks, I was starting to see changes. But by that point, I just wanted more. Um, so I had a wee break for Christmas and then got right back in in the January. And that's you now, right right up till now, present day. Um, okay, so obviously a few things you spoke about there, like um, when you were first starting out, you were in a bit of a cycle where you were eating well during the week and then you were, you were, you call yourself a weekday dieter. And then you mentioned there this whole notion of being skinny fat because you were kind of really into classes and not really into weights. Um, so there's two really different interesting perception points there. And one of the big ones is obviously food as comfort and being this weekday dieter and kind of going off the rails at the weekend. And that's one of the big things, that obviously, anyone who follows me will know that I preach a lot about. But for you, what have been some of the things that have helped you change your mindset and change your behavior? Like going from that weekday dieter to 
actually understanding about nutrition and training and keeping on plan? I think just seeing what results you can get if you're consistent. Um, in the past, I'd maybe be consistent for a couple of weeks and then I'd just go off track again at the weekend. Whereas when because I think I'd signed up for this 12 weeks, I felt like I need to give it this full 12 weeks. So And then by the end, obviously, I'd seen what consistency gets you. Also, just kind of work, like playing about with calories. So if I did have something on at the weekend, then I knew how to then, rather than thinking, oh, well, I'm going out tonight. I'll just eat whatever I want for the full day. Actually thinking, no, I'll just have like brunch and then save calories to be able to use at night that kind of thing and then maybe going for an extra walk or something like that you just doing a a light activity and not feeling like I had to go for a 10 mile run just to burn off whatever I'd eaten kind of thing yeah and then obviously the other part of that there which what you're saying is you know what we preach but you're now a living proof of this stuff works like it's fair enough like me as a trainer and as someone in the eye and as someone who's trying to represent a brand saying this is what I do and you should all follow me but it's different when it's um someone like yourself who actually eats sleeps and breathes it now and that whole transition that you went from being classes and obviously marathon and being cardio and so into cardio like you obviously loved that or you would never have been doing it but Obviously, it wasn't giving you that aesthetic that you wanted. And how do you fi- how did you remember finding that transition from? Obviously, when I gave you that plan, you were terrified when you first seen it. You were like, "What the actual? Like, I can't believe she's making me do all this. Um, it's so different. It's so this. It's so that." And do you remember what that connection was like? And then having to almost push cardio to say because we've not completely removed it. Um, still do like I still get Lindsay to do metabolic. I still get Lindsay to do hit different types of cardio depending upon what phase of her cycle she's in but yeah do you remember what that was like like almost saying goodbye to cardio in those initial stages yeah I remember thinking how can I possibly burn enough calories to lose weight um just by doing these workouts they didn't I didn't feel initially like I could possibly work as hard as I did doing like a body attack class or something like that it's that Uh, notion of needing to sweat right because I remember when I first gave you the plans you were like you weren't even getting warm you were like I'm like I'm not even sweating in my training plan Um, and it is we've got this like connection of like unless we sweat we're not we're not working hard enough and do you find that you were that person definitely do you think you still are no (laughs) (laughs) I'm like careful no (laughs) are like I have clients who I've worked with for like six or seven months and they're still like at the end of my session I just need to sweat for like five minutes and that's it's an okay thing to like really want that but when you think about you know what happens to your body to create sweat and you're putting so much stress and pressure on it a lot of us some people just if you're me I can't really say some people if you're me you just sweat walking down the street to go to the gym but some people don't sweat and then they kind of really push their body to try and create that feeling and it's just such an interesting transition because actually strength training looking after your body looking after your muscles um you can actually create so much change which is what you've done you are looking incredible gal 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely incredible. And um, so the big reason that I wanted to get you on today, obviously, is to talk a little bit about your journey from where you were at um, and then that kind of starting process and what gave you the leap. But also the big thing that I want you to dive into with the listeners and to talk to them about is your shift in confidence. Um, and I don't, I'm not expecting you to go into two years worth of confidence blips and dips and drives. And if you can remember, like from the start, what was your confidence like um, as a person in day to day life? Um, and what were some of your daily fears, maybe way back two years ago? And then, you know, by the time you came to that first photo shoot, where was your confidence at? And then we'll talk about more recently. Yeah, probably like two years ago, um, unless I was actually going to a class or something with a friend, I wouldn't really speak to anybody. I'd just keep my head down. Maybe as you're waiting for the class to start, I would just be looking at my phone just so that I didn't actually need to engage in any type of conversation. I wouldn't really, I'd wear like big baggy clothes, um, wouldn't particularly want to get my photo taken or anything like that um after the initial 12 weeks yeah like obviously my confidence grew I was starting to feel a bit more confident just kind of like walking into the gym and stuff like that and in just in general and day-to-day life I did was starting to feel better about myself um but it definitely has been a gradual thing um even after the initial 12 weeks, if I look back then compared to what I'm now, it's completely different. Um, but even just those small changes at the start definitely helped improve my confidence on a day-to-day basis and everything like that. What's up? All right, sorry to butt in on this podcast, but I just wanted to tell you about our Nutrition Hub and make sure that you're signed up to all of our updates. Our Nutrition Hub is a place for you to learn about portions, macros, calories, and so much more. It's a go-at-your-own-pace course broken into weekly bite-sized pointers to help you improve your relationship with food, enjoy your dieting once and for all, and of course, help you overcome the fear and guilt you have around meals so that you can be healthier, happier, confident, and of course, in the know. To find out more about our hub or how you can join when doors open, you need to make sure you're following at nutritionhub underscore on Instagram or jump to raffitness.online for more details. Peace out and enjoy the rest of the episode. And then obviously going from that first course to signing back up to then doing the photo shoot, like, do you remember how you felt before that first photo shoot and on the lead up to it? Yeah, like, I was so nervous, like, because initially I wanted to sign up for the photo shoot because I've liked having challenges in the past, like, I I wanted to do the marathon to say I'd done it, and I wanted to do the photo shoot to go through the process of seeing what condition I could get my body into, it wasn't really about getting the photos done at the end, so when the time came to actually stand up in front of a camera, it was really, really scary. Um, and I remember being so nervous, like, when I arrived at the photo shoot and everything. And, um, like, obviously some people had already started getting their photos taken. And they were like, oh, it'll be fine, it'll be fine. I remember, like, physically shaking. Um, yeah. at the thought it's terrifying, though, when you think about it. Like, mm-hmm. I've just been talking about this quite a lot after the last recent one. Because... 
it, it's this common thing that it doesn't matter if you've been working with me for by that point you'd been working with me for six months probably longer yeah probably longer yeah. Nine, yeah. nine months yeah and you've been working with me for nine months and you still weren't in a position where you were like I can walk in and rock this and I think people get this perception on the outside looking in that it's all magic and it's all swings and roundabouts and it's all all these sassy people who are so confident and so loving their body and so up for it when in actual fact it was a at the beginning of the day it was a room full of women who were so beyond nervous and yeah. so beyond unsure if it was right for them and then it got to the point where they were like I look hot I look great look yeah. how great I look in yeah exactly look how great I look in these photos and it's that reminder of you're doing this for nobody but yourself and it's that just that push of hey if you don't want anyone to ever see these photos they don't ever have to see them but I want you to celebrate you and celebrate your yeah. greatness and like talk about that feeling at the end of the first day like you cracked me up but <laughs> talk about that feeling I remember like I put on my first outfit and I was like, hey, I got this. Yeah. We got like our first group shot done, which was just obviously really fun. Like, and it was a good way to kind of break yourself in. But then I remember getting my first um, individual ones and getting to look at the screen that my photo was on. And I actually like got emotional seeing myself on the screen. So I was like, I cannot believe that is me. Yeah. It was just the best feeling in the world. And then by the end of the shoot, I was like, I want to do it again. (laughs) (laughs) And now you have. Well, you went over over and above now. Um, And it's that confidence then shift from walking in that day and then leaving that day even more confident than, you know, when you'd walked in a couple hours ago that then led us to you wanting to get on stage and for most of the guys listening to this, I don't ever expect any of you to ever want to get on stage. But Lindsay is the prime example of what can truly happen if you get so comfortable and so confident in your own skin and then you want to push those boundaries. Um, so talk about that mindset shift to wanting to get on stage and then why and how it felt in the lead up to it and why you've done it. Um, I think I'd loved like the actual preparation stage for the photo shoot. Like I l- enjoyed pushing my body to at that point its limits. Um, I now realise that a photo shoot prep is completely different from a competition prep. Yeah. Um, obviously, you need to take it to a completely other level. But I did enjoy that kind of process, and I'd obviously you were competing then, and I'd got to see. Like, I remember seeing you when you were, like, two weeks out from WBFF, and I was like, yeah, I just want to do that. And just listening to, like, different people, you and different people on Instagram, like, describing the kind of, the feelings you get when you compete. And I just thought that's something that I would never, ever have imagined I could ever do, standing on stage in front of, like all these people and pulling these posies and a sparkly bikini and heels and I was like yeah I just want to do that that's something I want to say it's the fact that you you couldn't believe you would ever have been able to achieve it mm-hmm. and that is like such a wow like you at the beginning you didn't even have the self-belief but then you push through that fear and you push through that barrier and you push through that 
lacking confidence and then you got up there and you rocked it <laughs> like you absolutely rocked it and it was like when you walked on stage I just remember looking at you and thinking the girl I saw at the photo shoot was a different girl but that woman that walked out on stage I was just like oh my goodness mind blowing you just smiled and sparkled and shone and like seeing you in all your power and all your glory up there was like incredible to watch but how did that feel like what was that level of excitement and confidence and going from where you were two years ago to her like what did that feel like for you I can't actually describe how amazing it was when <laughs> I walked on that stage like like I, what, I don't know I think it had been quite a journey to get there and obviously there was times I thought I wouldn't. Um, so I, I think when I got on stage, I don't even remember feeling particularly nervous. I just remember like all the lights shining and thought, I'm just going to give this everything. Like obviously I'd practiced posing a lot and I'd felt so much more confident even doing that <laughs> than when I started. Can we just discuss the fact that had you, <laughs> had, I mean, had you ever worn a pair of heels before? Um <laughs> I had worn heels, but uh, not on a daily basis. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you'd maybe worn heels maybe three times in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so like even learning how to walk in a pair of high heels, it's seen as this like really feminine, really pretty, like we should all be able to do it. Uh, yeah, like, Claire, I'll tell you, I'm not the girliest girl. And, uh... <laughs> but that's, that's what makes this all so great. Like if yeah. you guys were to go and check out Lindsay's profile on Instagram, um. You'll, Lindsay is just a regular human, right? You are this, like, it's, it's not harsh, it's not mean, no, it's not no, anything. You are just a normal woman who just thought, like, I am going to do this for me and I am going to make my life better for me. And, like, over the last two years, it's just been, like, you just keep coming back. You want more, you want more, you want more, and you're always hungry for it. And it's just been so... I can't even speak it's just been so admirational to see um and taking you up to that point where you stepped on stage and then you came off you're now like talk about now your plans moving forward like where's your head at with it all and you know because we hear like some horrible stories about people competing and the struggles and the stresses and all the rest of it but for you it's been a slightly different experience so where are you at now with it all the minute, obviously, my show was split into two rounds, and the minute I came off from the first round, I was like, I can't wait to do this again. Yeah. Um, like obviously, I was excited for doing um, my routine that night, um, but even at that point, I knew that I wanted to do another competition straight away. Um, I don't think, I've never had a feeling like that in my life, how it felt stepping on stage. Um it was just the most amazing experience ever and it made all the struggles leading up to it absolutely worth it. All those hours on the Stairmaster. <laughs> you love a Stairmaster. I think it's like comp prep, oh, you, you, you've been on the Stairmaster then. You know what that is. 
<laughs> um, so yeah, I just obviously the big part of today was just talking about that confidence transition. And I want you to just talk to the listeners now, if you wouldn't mind, about some of the habits and routines and things that you've learned and built in over the last couple of years to just really help you shift that confidence forward. Um, but also to allow you to have that consistency and to be happy because you are now the happiest human, I think. I always say this, like, <laughs> you never have a bad word to say about anyone or anything. Um, and you're just, yeah, such a happy ball of joy. So even like back then, two years ago, I was like, how are you not confident? You're so happy. Um, and yeah, so can you just like explain some, some of the things that you've been doing that help you? Um, I think it's just I believe in myself a lot more like I think just setting these goals that believe you can't achieve and then just chipping away at them and I think I'm quite a stubborn person so like anything that was set for me in my program no matter how hard it was I wouldn't stop until I'd done it and then it's like looking back at those times where you thought I'm never gonna get through this cardio session like I am knackered this isn't gonna happen and then you get to the ends and like you've done it so it's like kind of applying those situations to other things as well like that you're finding difficult just well I've done that and I didn't give up so let's just use that kind of and you see it do you see it relating to other things in your life then? Um, I think it's definitely made me more focused um, just in general, which obviously kind of you can use in work life and stuff like that. Um, just being more organised. You have to be super organised for a comp prep. So um, to fit everything in, like every minute of your day is accounted for. So yeah, I'm a lot more organised than I used to be. And just that I think, focused is probably the main thing like there'd often be things in the past that just kind of maybe think oh I'll get to that at some point but now I'm just much more focused on, on it I think that's again a good thing to point out is obviously your physio like you work full time it's not like you are like a lot of people who step into this industry like they work in a gym or they have that really easily readily access um you have to fit it around a normal working life yeah and that's something that a lot of people when they look at it like I mean on a prep day you were doing cardio some mornings you were then working you were then doing training in the evening and steps and all that stuff around and you were managing to fit that in okay like your social life and stuff was sacrificed at that time but was that sacrifice worth it 100% yeah yeah and when you think about that sacrifice, like I think a lot of other people struggle to see that that sacrifice is not for the long term. I mean, yeah. how long did you think you had to make those sacrifices for, really, when you are honest about it? Um, I think probably with the the comp prep, obviously, yours needs to be a lot more than the photo shoot. So I would say probably like the last two months maybe even a slightly more than that yeah you didn't really have any social life at all um but obviously every day is different and the amounts they have to do just for me I had to do quite a lot yeah and um, but then in comparison to the photo shoot where you were at with it yeah I don't feel that like yeah 
socially you would have to watch like if you, for to get the aesthetic results that I really wanted um I wanted to know that I had done everything possible I didn't want to have any regrets um like if I'd had a big night out during it and then on the day if I hadn't been happy then I would have been annoyed at myself but you could still have a social life um you just obviously couldn't go crazy um, couldn't go mental yeah yeah all right and then what do you think then is from your experience obviously obviously coming through this confidence journey what do you think if someone's listening right now and they're thinking that all sounds bloody terrifying like if she sent me a gym plan I would cry if she sent me macros I would run away like there's no way in god's earth I would ever consider a photo shoot ever consider anything because I'm just so not confident because you know that was you right that was that, me definitely. that was you two years ago so what do you think is a, a kind of clear message or something that you think people can really resonate with or take home that would maybe urge them to think about their health and think about their lifestyle and just think about their own happiness and what they're striving for um that you don't need to do it all at once you yeah can pick something make a small change and then so obviously initially even with the the kind of exercise and stuff um to say start with that and then gradually change your eating as well you don't need to do it all at once um but just give everything a chance i would say is the main thing and what type of goals do you think people in those early stages are setting because if you think about the early stage goals that you set like what do you think was a really good achievable small goal for you to change my body composition to something that i felt more comfortable with um that i looked in the mirror and i felt a wee bit happier about um but also feeling more confident in the gym in general um not being afraid of the weights area because nobody really cares what you're doing yeah it's such a hard like I feel so heartless when I say that to someone I'm like suck it up like no one cares no one's watching you but it's sad but it's true because you know nobody does care and the people that do care are the ones that are going to help you they're not the ones that are going to yeah, how many gym friends do you have now? <laughs> Loads. <laughs> <laughs> um, awesome, Lindsay. It's been so good to chat with you. It's been so good to just catch up. Um, and I really hope those listening have taken something from that and that Lindsay was you. Um, whoever's listening to this right now, whether you're on your commute, you're thinking about getting a gym membership, you're thinking about joining a class, you're thinking about trying to get over your bad relationship with food, like wherever you're at in your stage of this process, Lindsay has been there. Lindsay's been through it all. And two years later, she is a shining ray of (laughs) confidence. Um, And yeah, you just, the confidence that radiates from you now, girl, is just incredible to see. And it makes me so, so happy to be part of this journey and part of this process. So I can't thank you enough for letting me be part of this journey. Um, It really has been something special. Do you have anything else you want to say, honey, before you go? Um, The only thing probably I'd add in is that obviously I've now done a second photo shoot. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I walked in completely different attitude to the first I was like yeah let's get this camera started (laughs) I'm a supermodel 
anybody that thinks they can do a photo shoot, that's how I felt the first time. And the second time, I was like, bring it on. I want to do another one. So. <laughs> okay, Next well, year. Wait a year, wait a year. See, this is it, though. You can't, like, it's so addictive. It's so addictive. And like you've been very lucky in that your health has been incredible the whole way through this journey. And whilst your health is still so, so good, like we just got to keep going for it. Um, yeah. All right, honey. Um, peace out. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, and guys that are listening, if you do have any questions, you want to get in touch with myself or Lindsay, the links are in the show notes. Um, and you can always head to the website to find out a little bit more about coaching, photo shoot, nutrition hub all of our experiences and we welcome you to come on and join the team peace out guys and have a wicked end to your day